welcome back to Dear Lucifera. My name is Lucifera Lindenbar. And if this is your first time tuning in on this show, I give advice to any folks and creatures who may need it. We're having a few technical difficulties at the station this morning. It looks like some creature broke in and was gnawing on some of the equipment. So we've been scrambling to get everything working. No sign of the creature. So hopefully that means it left last night. But the studio is a mess. The bookcase is toppled over, loose papers everywhere. The half a cup of hot chocolate gone cold is just sitting on the floor. Oh, wait, that was me. That's mine. Hmm, still good cold. The on-air sign was knocked to the ground. Ugh, the poor speaking plant looks traumatized. There's literally just a pile of dirt in the corner. This is going to take forever to clean. Reuben, how did the creature even get in here? Maybe someone left a window open last night. It's probably the people who do Goodnight Grevlon. Never mind, I shouldn't point fingers, but it was probably them. Well, even though the studio's in shambles, the show must go on. Usually at this point of the show, we read some letters sent in by listeners. However, I believe that this pile of shredded paper by my feet is what's left of those letters. So, if you want to write into Dearless Fira, you can send your letters to Dearless Fira at the Towering Forest radio station. And if you've already sent in a letter that hasn't yet been answered, maybe send it again. What? Oh, hang on. It looks like Reuben found a letter that survived the attack. Okay. Let's... Oh. Oh, it's a short one. Um, this letter is from... Gosh, it's hard to read. The writing is really scribbly. Uh, okay. This letter is from... Kubi. Kubia? Kubeo? Sorry, I'm not sure what the name is. It's really... <clears throat> they write, Dear Lesphira, I'm a dragon and I'm afraid of my own fire. Help. Signed, Coop. Huh. That's funny. I mean, it's not a funny situation. I just, we've had a caller, a uh, Nissle, who called in with the same problem. Okay. I mean, I guess it was only a matter of time before we started getting repeat questions. Still a wild coincidence. Oh, hang on. There's something written on the back. To do. Buy speaking plant fertilizer, sort through Dear Lysphera letters, close the studio window after Goodnight Grevelon, do daily affirmations. Reuven, did you write this letter? We can't fake letters on the show. Come on! You couldn't even come up with an original problem? You had to steal one from poor Nissle? But, you know, no, this is a good idea, Reuven. You must need advice about something. Like, let's look at this to-do list. Why are you telling yourself to close the studio window when it'd be much easier for the Goodnight Grevelon host to do it themselves? Are you intimidated by them? Yeah, I don't blame you. They intimidate me too. I met them once at a radio station fundraiser. They're vampires, so they showed up late only after the sun went down. They are very cool, but very intimidating. But Reuven, you're the station manager. You're the boss. You have every right to tell someone that it's their responsibility to close a window if they opened it. Why do they even have the window open when they... Oh... Do they turn into bats and fly out when they're done? Yep. Okay, yeah. I can see how it'd be harder for them to close the window after themselves as bats. Well, how about this? Reuven, you tell them that it's their responsibility to tell you when they're leaving, so you can remember to close the window after them. That way, you're still putting some of the responsibility on their shoulders, but you'll still be reminded to close the window. Or, you know, you could just put a big sign on the inside of the studio door that says, don't forget to close the window. I mean, either one could... Oh, you're already writing the sign for the door. Okay, guess we're going with that solution then. We'll work on self-confidence in your authority another day. <sighs> Namrus alive, this room is wrecked. Well, since we don't have any letters to answer, would it be good radio if I just 
cleaned the room and talked while I cleaned? No, Reuven shaking his head. See, Reuven, this is why you're in charge. Because you're able to make creative decisions like that on the fly. And he's attaching the sign to the door. We're still sticking with that solution. Okay. <gasps> the pile of dirt just moved. I swear the great goddess Namorous as my witness that pile of dirt just moved. Is there something under it? Reuven, throw something at it. Wait, no, open the window again first. No, walk around it, walk. Is there something under the pile of dirt? Ah, it moved again. Okay, window's open. Just slowly get behind it. Are you going to poke it with the broom? Okay, be careful. Careful, careful. wasn't under the big pile of dirt. It was the big pile of dirt. And now that big pile of dirt is running around the studio. Can you call it running if it doesn't have feet? It's more like a, a little cloud of dirt with three eyes whirling around and knocking my hot chocolate over. Ah, get away, get away. We're going to try to deal with this as we go on a break. Uh, don't go away. We'll be back with Collins from our listeners. Run, watch out. If you need some advice, just tell your speaking plant to duck. Don't tell your speaking plant to duck. Uh, tell it to call Dearless Vera at the Tarring Forest radio station. And now, hurry toward the, the, no, the window! A word from our sponsor. Residents of the Towering Forest, please be advised. There have been multiple reports of home invasions in the Central Forest area over the past week. According to local rangers, no items have been reported as stolen. However, there has been a considerable amount of damage done to the inside of these homes. Residents are encouraged to shut and lock all doors and windows at night and to remember to activate any warding charms or spells you may have in place. If you have any information on these break-ins, make sure to contact your local ranger station. Thank you, and stay safe. Well, we're back already? That was the shortest... Okay, welcome back to Dear Lisfira. If you're just tuning in, we're having a bit of a situation here in the studio. Some creature made its way into the studio last night and made a mess, and we just discovered that it's still here. Reuben chased it for a bit, and now it's hiding under his desk. I can see three little green eyes in the shadows, watching, waiting. So we might as well take some calls. And here's our first caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hi, Lesfira. Big fan of the show. Sorry to hear about your studio. Oh, thanks so much. The studio will be fine. Our station manager, Reuben, has the broom out now to start cleaning. So, oh, or no. No, Reuben, don't poke it. And start running all over again. Just leave it be. Maybe throw it a donut. It can have my donut. You don't have to give it. Okay. Sorry about that. Did you say your name? My name's Surye. Hi, Surye. What can I help you with today? So recently, my aunt was cleaning out her home. She's moving to a smaller place. Um, she told me that she was going to mail me some items, and I thought there might be some nice vintage jewelry or some photo albums or something. Then last week, I get a huge package in the mail. When I opened it, it was this giant portrait of... Um, have you heard of the great sorceress, Delaxia? I think so. Was she the one who turned into a dragon and fought that giant? She pulled the giant down in a dark abyss and closed it behind them, killing them both and saving the fairy kingdom. That's the one. It's a giant portrait of her. In elven form, not as a dragon. Oh, well, that's cool. So do you not have anywhere to hang it, or you don't like the look of it in your home? It's more... the sound? Okay, you've lost me. Apparently, before Delaxia died, she cast a spell so that part of her soul would stay in this portrait of her. So... So, the portrait talks. To me, it's a talking portrait of Delaxia. Oh! Oh! How did your aunt even come across that? She 
goes to a lot of estate sales. Huh. At first I was thinking, wow, this is a really cool opportunity to meet a historical figure and learn about what Grevlon was like in her time. But she's kind of, um, cranky. I'll sometimes wake up at four in the morning and hear her muttering to herself in the other room. She's always criticizing the things I wear and what I cook. I actually moved her to another wall in the living room where she doesn't have a view of the kitchen anymore, so that helped a bit. Now I don't even want to try to talk to her about herself because all she does is complain and judge me. I can't just get rid of a portrait with a person's soul in it. And I don't want to just send it back to my aunt and see unappreciative, even though I feel like she clearly just wanted this painting out of her house for the same reasons I wanted out of mine. Any advice? Yeah, yeah, that's tough. But good on you for not just throwing the portrait away. I know there are some people out there who wouldn't think twice before just getting rid of it. And it was definitely inconsiderate of your aunt to send the portrait to you without even a heads up. But I think you're right in suspecting that she just wanted to get the portrait out of her house. You know what? Aunt Fend has always had it out for me. Ever since my butterfruit pie was more popular than her Joyberry cobbler at the last family reunion, I wouldn't be surprised if this was an act of revenge. Quiet down out there. I'm taking a nap. You don't sleep, Alexia. You're a painting. Sorry about that. Now she's muttering about being disrespected. So, I think you have a couple of options here. You could see if you can find someone else who'd like the portrait. Maybe someone who's lonely and wouldn't mind the cooking advice. I could see my cousin Pommy getting along with her. They're both kind of cranky. And another option is to try a little longer to get to know her. You were already excited about learning more about her, and granted, her attitude has made that difficult, but... Imagine how you'd feel if you were stuck on a wall for years and then suddenly shipped off to stay at the home of a person you've never met. Maybe once she gets to know you and you get to know her, it'll be easier to have her around. Okay, I could try that. And as you try to talk to her, see if you can find out if she still wants to continue existing as a portrait. I'm sure immortality in a painting sounded nice when she first cast a spell, but after so many years of hanging on walls, it's possible that the appeal is worn off. If that's the case, she might want you to take her to someone who can undo the spell. Oh, that sounds kind of sad. It might be. But people change. Um, and by people, I'm including souls trapped in portraits. You don't know exactly why she cast a spell in the first place. But you won't know until you ask her, even if you have to sit through some criticism of your clothing before you get the chance to ask. I never thought of it that way. I guess I have some thinking to do. And talking to do. With a painting. It's still weird to say that out loud. Well, thanks for the advice, Lasphira. Anytime. And good luck. Thanks. Bye. Goodbye. Has it moved at all? Ruben, hey, has the creature moved? <sighs> what are we going to do? Is there anything we can do? Does this radio station just belong to the creature now? Hang on. Let me see if I can figure out what this thing is. <sighs> the reference books are all over. Tell me if it starts moving again. I'm looking for Verham's bestiary. The thick one with the leather... You found it? No, that's the autobiography of Milbaria the Magnificent. Yeah, I know, they look the same. You know, Lenro actually told me once that she did that on purpose. Oh, here it is! Nope, that's another copy of the autobiography. Why do we have two copies of Milbaria's autobiography in the studio? We don't even need one! It's, it's not a reference book! I mean, I guess it could... Well, whatever. Namras, help me. Where is that book? I... Reuben? What's that next to the creature? That book that's sticking out from under the desk. Please tell me that's a third copy of Milbaria's autobiography. Oh, sticks! it's the bestiary, isn't it? Great! We can't even figure out what this creature is because the creature is holding the book captive! Okay, I'm going to try to grab it. Hey, little guy! 
sorry to bother you. All right, got the book. Now let's see. Now that I have the book, I have absolutely no idea how to look this up. How? Let's look at the index. Anything about sentient clouds of dirt or dust or... Oh, dust devil. That sounds promising. Dust devil, dust devil, dust devil, dust devil. Oh, here it is. Dust devil. Oh, this must be a young one. It looks like they can get much bigger than this. Weaknesses, weaknesses, weaknesses. Weaknesses. Stronger winds. That's it? That's its only weakness? A strong wind? I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, should we try to blow on it or something? <sighs> yeah, no, that's not gonna work. What? Oh, okay. Well, listeners, it looks like we're going to be cutting this show short as we have to deal with this dust devil in the studio. I guess we have to find someone who can blow more air than I can. Or, like, a wizard who knows a wind spell or something. One or the other could work. Wait, Reuben, stop moving. Don't move. Don't go near it. It doesn't like you. Don't give me that look. It doesn't like you. Stay away from it. Thank you for listening to Dear Lysphera. Next up we have... Oh, I don't have the schedule here. I think it tore up the schedule, too. Well, something will be playing next. And if the station suddenly goes silent, well, that means that the Dust Devil won. And this is its station now. I'll hopefully talk to you all again real soon, but in the meantime, keep your chin up. And, Reuben, why are you going near it? You can't blow any more air than I can. You don't have the lung support. It's not going to work. Ah, there it goes again. Okay, okay, get up on the desk. Up on the... Oh, boy. Uh, bye. Stick around till the end of the episode for a special message from Katie. Thank you for listening to Dear Lesphira, which was created, written, and edited by Katie Siegel. Lesphira, the sponsor, and Surrier were voiced by Katie Siegel. And I'm Nicole. Hi! If you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, please take a minute to leave a kind review on the Apple Podcasts app. If you do, Katie will paint a magic portrait of you for you to keep a tiny portion of your soul in forever. We have Dear Lesphira merch. Check it out at teespring.com slash stores slash katieflyesaway. For more Dear Lesphira, check it out at Dear Lesphira on TikTok. You can also follow at Dear Lesphira on Twitter and Instagram. Or don't. Live your life. Bye! Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Dear Lesphira. Not only are we almost at episode 10, but we're almost at the one-year anniversary of the first episode. This podcast has been so fun to make, but as you all know, my uploading schedule is anything but consistent. So I've decided that episode 10 is going to be the season one finale of Dear Lesphira. After that episode comes out, I'm going to take a few months off to work on the show and hopefully backlog some episodes so we can come back in 2022 with a more regular schedule for you all. That being said, I want the season finale to be a little extra special. I want to have a segment where Lysphira reads messages from the fantastical folks of Grevlon saying how much they enjoy the show, and I'd love for you, the listeners, to send in those characters. There is a link to a Google form in the description of this episode, as well as in the Dear Lysphira link tree, which you can find in the bio of any of our socials. There, you can submit a character name, what kind of folk or creature they are, and also your name if you'd like to be thanked at the very end of the episode. Of course, if you're listening to this way in the future, it is too late to do that now, but you should just make up a character anyway, just for yourself. It's fun. I can't wait to see your characters. Looking forward to episode 10. And after that, season two. Thanks again so much for listening. I love making this podcast and I can't wait to make more for you in the future. Talk soon. Bye.